Welcome to the Brilliant Content Ideas Podcast, where we lift the lid on brilliant content ideas, tools, strategies, and insights so you can start hitting the track running with content marketing and gain momentum for your business growth. I'm Kaz McCullough, the host of this show, and content marketing is what I do every single day. In this show, you'll discover how to harness content so that by the time your customers pick up the phone to talk to you, they are ready to buy. So let's get to today's brilliant content idea. Hi, and welcome to episode four of the Brilliant Content Ideas podcast show. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about Twitter and how to use Twitter lists, and more importantly, how to find influencers on Twitter or using Twitter. So imagine this scenario. You have signed up for Twitter. Now what? How do you find people to connect with? More importantly, how do you find the right people to connect with and how can you get the conversation started? Lots of business people and entrepreneurs sign up to Twitter with the intention of building connections and feeding people into their marketing funnels. But it can get hard to get started and particularly if you don't know the landscape or understand how Twitter works. Now, I love Twitter because it enables you to connect with people during events and be a fly on the wall, even at events you aren't personally attending, but that you might want to attend one day. And I can think of quite a few. Give the world a hashtag and everyone can follow the conversation. Twitter can be an incredibly useful tool, but like all social media tools, it helps to know how to find the people worth connecting with. One of the overlooked facts about social media marketing and particularly overlooked by businesses, that is, is the incredible power of influencer communities. Influencers aren't necessarily experts. It's a big misconception out there. They're just people with massive and highly engaged followings. An influencer could be a blogger or a marketing guru. It could be a techie nerd who hides in the basement, or it could be you. These days, you don't need to be rich or famous or an actor or singer to be an influencer. You don't have to have a Nobel Peace Prize or speak at the UN. You just need to have an engaged community. The thing is, your reach is largely governed by your community's reach. If someone influential shares one of your posts, you're more likely to attract new followers and your influence will will grow as well. It just goes to show your power on social media really relies on the influence of your community and their networks. By way of example, recently I ran an online training program for a group of childbirth educators, yep, that's right, you heard me right, in the US. One of my students shared a gorgeous image on her Facebook page featuring a personal photo of a notable expert within the childbirth niche, and it was picked up by another major influencer in that niche, and consequently, the image just went viral. I think it was shared more than 35 times at last count with engagement in the hundreds, and this was for a little page with a very, very small niche following. So now that I've established what an influencer is and and how influencers can benefit you, let's look at the question, how do you find them? Well, that takes a little research. So now I'm going to do something I've actually never done before. I'm going to tell you some of my inner sanctum secrets. I'm going to walk you through the process I use when I do research for my clients when I'm looking for influencers. Firstly, you'll want to make a list of your industry's keywords. 
For instance, I recently did this process for a client who owns an agricultural business. So we use terms like agriculture, farmers, Australian farmers, Australian farms. These were all prominent keywords that we thought would be worth doing a search on at least to begin with. So next you want to put Google to work for you. When I was researching agriculture and farming blogs, I hit Google and Feedly.com with a vengeance and typed in blogs about farming Australia. I then scoured through the various posts that came up. It took quite a while to sift through all the blogs and find the ones that were good, like a good fit for my client's needs. But once I had that list, I then went looking for the active bloggers and journalists in that niche on social media. After that, I made a list of bloggers that were not only active on their blogs, but also active on Twitter. This included mainstream media sites as well, because they were very active in the agricultural space in terms of commentary. I then looked at active bloggers Twitter lists to see if there was anyone else I could find that would be of interest. For instance, if there was a list called Ag Bloggers, I would look at all the profiles on that list and visit their blogs and then analyse their commentary for depth as well. If I liked them and felt they had great quality content, I would follow them on behalf of my client and then add them to one of the client's lists. When you start a list on Twitter, anyone you list gets notified that they've been added to a list. Lists help you easily keep tabs on other Twitter followers in different niches. The Twitter stream can be really overwhelming, so this helps if you're just wanting to keep tabs on the people you really care about. And once you find them, it makes it easier for you to engage with them. Okay, so the next step is to periodically engage with other Twitter followers on your list. So don't just make the list, use the list. The easiest way to engage with other Twitter followers is to share their posts and comment on their shares. You can then strike up a conversation and if they are active and engaged, it'll show because they'll respond to you. The last step in this process is to create a private list of the people who are the most responsive from your original Twitter list that you've made. Once you have that, focus on those people to grow your own following on Twitter. There are tools you can use to do keyword searches on Twitter, but I actually recommend doing the groundwork and research yourself. Do it in depth so that you don't waste time following people you never have any intention of engaging with. The number of people who will follow me because of really strange keywords that might come up on my Twitter profile and then unfollow me a week later is pretty phenomenal um, because people just, they do a very light search and they just, they look at the surface level stuff. So I'm actually recommending you do the opposite. Go in deep and do your homework first. It will definitely pay off. So my brilliant content idea for you today is to find key influencers in your niche on Twitter so that you can grow your own following and connect with people who are leading the conversation in your niche. I hope you've enjoyed today's tip. Until next time, take care. Thanks for joining me for the Brilliant Content Ideas podcast. If you enjoyed the show, I'd love for you to subscribe and leave an honest review. For more content marketing tips, tools and strategies, visit my blog at kazmacolor.com. That's C-A-S-M-C-C-U-L-L-O-U-G-H.com. Catch you next episode.